get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, Bonga Fish Angari, glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. You see, this is what you need for life, the Word of God. You need to load yourself with the Word. there's anything that you should pursue in your life, you should be the Word of God. Work on having the Word in your spirit so strong. That's what we carry you. You see, the importance of the word. If all you want to do is to come to church and dance and uh, show up for the programs, you will remain a baby Christian that way. You will not grow. And that's not good for you. Because you see, the real situations of life will always come up. And how do you face them if you don't have something in you? Okay, how do you know when to pray? It's not in every situation you pray, for instance. There are situations, there are some situations that you don't pray about. You see, and these things you have to be taught to understand. There are some situations that you just need a simple word of command. And that will be all. Praying will mean unbelief in such a situation. So how do you balance all this up? You need the knowledge of the word. That's why if there is anything that you should invest in more, it should be the word. It will make a champion out of you. I mean, when others couldn't get away, the knowledge you have in you will create the way for you. To the one that believeth anything is possible. Now you've got to get the word of God to believe. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, well, the Thursday before now, we before the last one, we were discussing, you still remember, becoming, becoming what? You ate with it. Becoming what? Spiritual. Becoming a spiritual man. How you can become spiritual. And I remember mentioning to you, three kinds of men you remember three kinds of man as you say what are they we talk about the spiritual man the natural man and the carnal man okay and the spiritual man is that man huh. that's where i belong glory to god that's the man who has gone beyond living according to his senses is a man that lives according to the leading of the spirit of god this is the man that lives from inside out you see he lives based on the information and guidance and directions that he gets 
from the spirit of god in his spirit as many that are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god and i did tell you that that word son there it's the greek word quios which means mature it means to have come to a place of maturity to come to a place of um manhood in spiritual things all right then the carnal man the carnal man is that guy who also is born again like the spiritual man is born again this kind of man too is born again just that he lives from outside in in other words he lives and acts and moves based on his senses the information that he gets from his five physical senses the reason why he's running is because he can see people running you, you understand some people are just like that they may just be standing at the bus stop and then all of a sudden they see everybody run they don't know what has happened but they, they just keep running they just start running too then they are now asking the fellow what, what's going on but he's already running okay i remember an incident that happened many years ago something happened and then um i believe it was around the keja in lagos and the people had to run and people were running and so many didn't know why they were running so they just had to join in the race and they all ran into is it a canal or something and got killed i believe it was an explosion they all the hall were running and they didn't even stop to wait why are you running they, they didn't know they saw people running they heard something like a bang and they started running and they all ran into that canal that big hole somewhere and got killed you see a spiritual man wouldn't just run he would have known whether to turn or to stop or to relax you see um somebody said don't we have common sense that's why god gave us common sense uh-uh not that way there are situations that you require common sense we do of course we do and one day i will tell you about faith and foolishness the difference because some people mix it up there are situations where you require common sense but for a spiritual man he knows when to use common sense you see it's important so you don't mix all of them all up okay so a spiritual man doesn't live his own life like that is that other guy who's carnal to be carnal means to be sensuous to be worldly to live according to your senses your five physical senses the sense of taste touch feel which other one hearing seeing to live according to those five in other words if is if you don't feel it you don't know whether it's hot some people think that's why god gave us the five physical senses not exactly a spiritual man does not have to feel before he knows that thing is hot do you ever hear them say this proverb give this proverb they say you don't know um about the a, a delicious meal until you've tasted it have you ever heard something like that well that that's very nice and sensible and makes a lot of sense but for a spiritual man he doesn't have to taste it before he knows it. you see that because he's spiritual since the holy ghost knows everything and that holy ghost has become united with your spirit everything is revealed to your spirit the problem is how do you pick it from him aha uh -huh, that's what we're discussing you have to make your flesh be quiet so that you can pick from your spirit 
so the problem that's one that is getting in your way is the flesh and that's the one that the spiritual man has been able to deal with he has dealt with that flesh and subdued that flesh and so that's what makes him a spiritual man is more of the spirit than of the flesh and the more you subdue your your flesh the more spiritual you become are you getting it now all right so the kind of man is just the opposite does everything according to how he feels and so on then we have the other guy who's a natural man the natural guy is not born again he is natural everything about him is just natural i mean you won't expect any anything spiritual from him it's just his normal way of life i mean if something is going on in the environment he must be a victim he's a natural man anyway so what controls his whole life is nature if it feels cold then it's got to be cold even um, it's um is they call it he's got to have conjunctivitis apollo you understand he's got to have it see, because something is blowing and so on and so forth that's the that's the natural man but the kind of man mimics the natural man because he has not grown your destination is to be spiritual to live the spiritual life let me show you something romans chapter number eight we already started reading along that line the eighth chapter book of romans i want to begin or you can begin from verse four have you found it read it for me verse four one to go next verse seem to me like some people are faster than the others you 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 have to learn to be fast all right next verse verse 7 oh oh did you understand what you just read okay i want to read it and i want you to follow it says verse 4 it started from somewhere anyway but i don't want to go back but you still get it that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit so there are those that walk after the flesh and there are those that walk after the spirit okay all right to to walk after the spirit means to live according to the spirit very simple to follow the leading of the spirit to walk after the flesh means to live according to the flesh or to follow the leadings of the flesh okay so he says us who walk not after the leadings of the of the flesh but the spirit for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit now remember he's writing to christians so this will mean that amongst christians there are those who live according to the leading of the flesh and there are those who lead who live according to the leading of the spirit two groups okay so that's what he's talking he's talking about now you 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 got to find for yourself or think for yourself where you belong okay now 
For to be kindly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Now, to be kindly minded means to live after the flesh or to live according to the flesh. So he says, to live that way leads to death. Now, don't let that scare you like, you know, like a physical death or something. Uh-uh, not necessarily. Sometimes it could bring about that. But it, it means death anyway, anyhow. But primarily, in your spiritual life. In your spiritual life. For instance, as a Christian, you're born again. You are called the one that is alive to God. That's what the Bible calls you. You are alive to God. That guy who is not born again is the one that is dead. You are the one that is alive to God. Okay? Now, to be dead spiritually means to be cut off from God. Okay? Now, when you are alive to God, it means that you are connected to God. And that's what happened. Adam died. When he died spiritually, that means separation from God. So you are alive to God because you have accepted Jesus. So you are alive to him. But you could die spiritual death if you continually go in the way of carnality. There is something called, some people don't know it, but it's true, it's real. I know some don't like to say it, but it's, it's real that you could lose your salvation. It's just that the way it's used, the way some people use it and say it, is, it, it's been very confusing. They say it like a, you're saying you lose your salvation. You do this, you lose it. Every little thing, you lose your salvation. No, not that. It's not that easy. The Bible tells us, if you study in the book of Hebrews, the sixth chapter, it tells you, reading from the fourth verse, it tells you how you could lose your salvation. It means that you have come to a place where you no longer want Christ. And at that place, no return. When you lost it once, you lost it forever. You don't get it again. It's not like you lost it now and then you say, Oh Lord, I'm sorry, uh, can I pick it up again? Uh uh-uh. uh. That's why it's very difficult for you to actually lose it. It's just like um, this talk. Maybe one day I'll talk about that too. About the, the book of life and whose names are in the book of life. And so, because of the misunderstanding of whose names are in the book of life, they think that when you sin, you, God takes your name out of the book of life. That, that, that does not just sound right. Because that would mean that when you repent, you will put it back there. And then you sin, you will take it out again. And then you repent, you put it back there. And that's crazy. God does not, he has a lot of things to do than that. <laughs> you understand? So he keeps wiping it and putting it back and wiping it. You know, as we're growing up, they, they deceived us a lot. Okay, that's another confusion. But one day I'll talk to you about that. It's very simple. Alright. So the same way. So it's very difficult to lose your salvation. But something usually begins it. It usually starts from somewhere. So when you get so kind of deep enough. You get to a point in your life. That you don't think that Jesus is necessary anymore. Not because you want to do it in your heart. But you've gone too deep. Now you don't even realize. And at that moment you walk out on him. And when you walk out on him. Oh boy. The Bible says that's the end. You're not coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And there is another talk to that too. But it's not today's talk. Glory to God. Alright now. So it says, For to be kindly minded is death. To mind 
carnal things leads in death. Like it says, the wages of sin is death. You understand? But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. It gives you life. Life eternal with God. It then it says, 7th verse, Because the carnal mind uh, is enmity against God. The mind that is carnal is enmity against God. Not the man that is carnal because you could be a Christian and be carnal. You are not an enemy of God. The problem is your mind is an enemy of God. For it is not subject to the law of God. That means it is not subject to the word of God. Neither indeed can be. You see a man that is carnal is not subject. His mind is not subject to the word of God. He argues the word of God. He's carnal. He's forcing himself to do the word, but he can't find himself doing it. It's because he's loaded with carnal things. So those things will be dragging with him to do the word of God. Okay? And when we talk about carnality, don't always think like, you know, maybe somebody has a girlfriend, has a boyfriend, uh, sleeps over with a prostitute yesterday and all of that. Don't always, that's not <laughs> only what carnality means. Anything that involves you following your flesh and your senses is carnality. It just has levels. Do you know it's carnal when the church is fasting and you are eating? That's the fact. That's part of carnality. That means you are fleshy. They said, we are fasting today and everybody is fasting. We are supposed to be fasting and praying. But you, by 10 o'clock, your stomach, ah, you say, <laughs> this thing. God understands. I don't want to go and have ulcer. You see? And then you eat. You have served your flesh again. You have elevated your flesh again. Who wants the food? Your flesh. That's the one that is crying out. Not your spirit. If you don't eat that food, your spirit will never die. Your spirit will never cry out. Not your soul. It's your body. It's the one that is disturbing you. That is telling you, ah. Sometimes the spirit of God may even whisper to you and say, I want you to give me 30 days of fasting. 30 days. When you heard it, you felt alive. Like, thank you, Father. Ha! Ah, the answer to what I've been praying about. And the Lord said, after these 30 days, say, wow, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ha! Ah. <laughs> and then, he said, I'll start tomorrow. Then tomorrow comes. Then just in the morning, then you remember, I'm supposed to start this fasting today. All right, I'll try. I'll start. But that was just around seven. Around nine o'clock, you say, ah, I will have to postpone this thing. Maybe today is not just the right day to begin. <laughs> you see, <laughs> there will never be a right day to begin as far as the body is concerned. Every day is not right for the body. It doesn't think any day is right. Because we are talking about flesh. We're talking about the body. The body will always want food. Don't you understand? You will always be crying out, food! You know, the body always wants pleasure. Just wants to sit somewhere, cross, you know, cross your leg, and just be looking at that side, breeze blowing you, you have popcorn or something beside you, and you have the other drink over there, and they just take that in, and you eat it all in front of the TV, and eat, boom, eat, boom. <laughs> you know, that's what the flesh wants. And as long as you feed your flesh that, your flesh is the master. In the day of trouble, your flesh will rule. You see? But you are not a flesh. You are a spirit being. 
And that's why God is training us. Why is it difficult like this to train our spirit? Very simple. Because your spirit originally does not belong to this earth. The one that came from this earth is your body. And so your body has perfect connection with this world. And so your body always wants to enjoy this world. But God is saying, uh-uh, you are not from here. The real you is your spirit. That's the one from God. And God says, for you to stay in this world and dominate this world and rule as master, you have to dominate your flesh first. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, Almighty God. You see that? So you can't just leave your flesh and let it go. Don't let it destroy you. You can't just do that. I really want to save God. It's just this, my flesh. No, it's you. You have the right to put it where it belongs. Are you still out there? Okay. Now, verse... Hmm. Verse 7 again. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the Lord of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh. Now, another word, another string of words that just been introduced. They that are in the flesh. We've been reading they that are after the flesh. After the spirit. Now we got another phrase introduced. They that are in the flesh. So that's another thing. There are those that are in the flesh. To be in the flesh means to live in that realm of the senses. That's where you live. And if you live in the realm of the, of the senses, you cannot obey the spirit. In fact, the spirit does not belong to you because that's where you live. The realm of the senses. Okay, so, and if there are those in the flesh, oh, 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 let's look at it. Then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So who are these that are in the flesh? He's talking about the natural man, not the one that is born again. That natural guy, that natural man, the one that is not born again, is in the flesh. That is his realm. He lives in the realm of his senses, in the realm of the flesh. In other words, he has no choice. He's a slave to his senses. He cannot live otherwise. He cannot live successfully without following his flesh. Do you understand? Uh-huh. Okay, look at the next verse. But, I love this one. But, oh, 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 oh. read it, read it, read it. Everybody, are you there? Read it out loud, one to go. Huh? Re- no, repeat that part again. Uh, again. Who are the ye? Christians. Ah, brother, you are in the flesh. No. He said, no, you are not in the flesh. Listen, you don't argue with the word of God. That's what he says. So instead of arguing and saying, no, me, I know I'm in the flesh. Who is a liar? You. You see, Oh God, this is beautiful. He talks about living according to the flesh and living according to the spirit. Then he comes here, he's talking about being in the flesh and then being in the spirit. He says, for you Christians, you are not in that realm. You are not in the flesh. So no Christian is in the flesh. Are you saying despite I am a slave to my flesh? In reality, you are not. You are just making yourself a slave to your flesh. Because you are not in the flesh. Come on, I didn't say that. That's what the Bible says. But ye are not in the flesh. Mm-hmm. But in the spirit. How? If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Do you have the Holy Ghost on the inside? Yes. So where are you? In the spirit. That's you. So if you are in the spirit, 
what are you supposed to do galatians chapter number five that's why we're teaching you get it hmm. galatians chapter number five oh ah reading from the 16th verse galatians chapter five from the 16th verse it says this i say then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh why is he telling you to walk in the spirit because you belong in the spirit so he's telling you live that life do you get it uh-huh so he says walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh then he says for the flesh lost against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh what was he talking about and these are contrary the one to the other so that ye cannot do the things that you would he talks about three things here number one you number two flesh number three spirit that's what it talks about here did you have you noticed that now the ye there means the real you anytime god addresses you or ye in the scriptures he, he does not refer to your body anytime you see it because god the bible says is the father of spirits he's not a father of flesh he's a father of spirits so anytime god talks about you in the bible or ye he's talking to someone and that's the real person inside and who's that the spirit your spirit man so he says you the real you that's what he's talking about look at it again he says this i said then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh so he separates you from the flesh the spirit capital s to begin with the spirit is talking about the holy ghost he says if you walk in the holy ghost in other words if you follow the holy ghost walk in him live in him he says you will you you will not fulfill the lust of your senses your flesh you see we don't have to serve our flesh as long as we are in this body nobody can be perfect that's a lie you are preaching that's your experience you're telling us there are those who are perfect and perfect does not mean perfect i said that the other time it means mature in spiritual things there are those who have come up there are these are people that cannot be controlled by their senses anymore when it's time to pray they get up to pray you understand when it's time to fast they fast they are not disturbed they are not bothered when it's time to walk out on something they walk out not somebody who's looking at something and you know then the sin changes instead of him to go out he's still watching you see he knows the holy spirit inside him is telling him get up from here you, you are not supposed to be watching this he knows but the flesh would not the flesh is enjoying it so the flesh is not standing up for there are but there are those who have trained themselves you understand to dominate the senses they see that and they flip immediately they don't look at it twice and they don't give it the second thoughts you have to grow there you have to grow to that level it doesn't happen by magic and everyone who has grown to that level had been where you are one time or the other one time we're all there that it looked like oh god this flesh seemed to be powerful what does the bible says sin shall have no dominion over you is a sovereign declaration from almighty god if god is lying or if he's saying that and that's not true then god will be lying and god is not a liar the bible says god cannot lie he can't sin shall not that means you are responsible if sin has dominion over you are you still out there 
So you have something to do about it. And it's not something that you have to struggle. You know, you have to struggle. No, 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 no. Start from somewhere. Let me tell you. When your child begins to work, if you have a child here, you know, or you've been with a baby, you know, when that child was born, you know, looked like, hey, 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 as though the baby will remain baby forever. Then suddenly you notice that he has started growing now and then started crawling. Now, when that child starts crawling, do you run away and say, hey, he's a dog we've been giving birth to? Is, is that what you do? You give him space. Now, listen, that child must keep crawling for him to move to the next level that's taking the steps if that child does not want to crawl then you think something is wrong with that child and then you begin to get bothered right now you may not know because you've not given birth to any but the parents here will know what i'm talking about because that's a stage but you don't remain there after crawling the next thing is start taking the step now the first few steps falls again and then they say, come on, get up, you can do it. And then they help him up. And then again, first few steps, falls again. You see? And then, he, you know, this time around, he wants to fall. He's smart enough now to look for something to hold. They say, all right, you're trying. And then they say, okay, leave that thing. Just come by yourself. You know, the mother is like, come, come, come. And uh, 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 he wants to fall. The mother quickly, you see? Now, the day will come that that child will begin to run. That baby few months ago that looks like could this child ever work now it's running now mommy said come back here Oops. with his short legs and they try to catch him come back here <laughs> but it didn't start out that way this start out that way that's the same thing with our spiritual work but some christians refuse to walk they just want to remain a babe how old have you been Christian? 10 years ago, I gave my heart to Christ. 15 years ago. You could even have a papa. Gray hair. <laughs> you know when I gave my heart to Christ? Ever before you were born. That's 40, 45 years ago. And listen to papa. He's still a babe. In spiritual things. Papa is, look at his stomach. Very big like this. He cannot control himself. He eats everything that comes. That's carnality. It's part of the things you must learn. Don't you know that if you eat everything that you feel like eating, that's the carnality? You did know? Ah, okay. <laughs> you know, you see, the Spirit of God will train you in these things as you walk with Him. He will teach you how to be disciplined. You know what the Bible calls it? Gluttony. That's what the Bible calls it. Anything that comes, ah, is that, can I take, can I take it? <laughs> everything. <laughs> I mean, you must taste it. I mean, the thing came into the house and they just brought it as gifts. Say, oh, this is for our family. Oh, and they then brought it and put it on that table. You are full, but you're like, what is this? It will get spoiled before tomorrow if we don't finish it. Oh, of course, let me, let me have some. You are full. You see, all those things, the Lord will train you. And people will know, oh, they will just. <laughs> it's like I'm beginning to hit some people now. There are those that can never leave food in the plates. <laughs> Some of the guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, they can't. You're taking it away. I have not finished. 
Bones are bones. Ah, bones are very good. Calcium. Is <laughs> uh, lack of discipline, brother. Don't always finish everything in your plates. Everything. And you even lick it. You, you're laughing because you know you're guilty. You say, ha. The food itself is not even enough. You now said I should leave. Hmm. Listen to me. You learn to dominate your flesh. Even if the food I have in front of me is not enough and there is no more in the pot, I will still live in that place. I'm trained not to finish everything. In my mind, I have programmed my mind that something must be in this plate. This plate will not leave. <laughs> Somebody is wondering, huh? <laughs> That's a waste of money. Jesus hates waste. Shut up. <laughs> That's a lie from the pit. You're just saying that as excuse to cover up for your back to the subject okay so you see <laughs> galatians again then the let me take the 16th verse again into 17 this i say then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the laws of the flesh for the flesh lusteth against the spirit that's the holy spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary the one to the other so that he cannot do the things that you would you see, there's something that you want to do, but your flesh is always antagonizing the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives you that instruction. is the one that gives you the instruction. So he gave you this instruction to fast, but the flesh says no. So what you're supposed to do, you're not doing because the flesh is always after it. Now, how do you conquer the flesh? Very simple. By conquering it. That's just it. You say no and you stand by your no. Because you are not the flesh, you are the Spirit. You said no. That thing is drawing you. Start from the little ones. Start from the little ones. Somebody serve you in his house. Ah! Two big chicken. Now you know how much you quickly want to finish this food so you can deal with the chicken. Okay, for instance. And then, as you're eating, say this to the flesh. Say, I will only eat one. The flesh will say, nah, no, no. Let's eat. Say, I will only eat one. Then you eat one. And leave the others. You know, as you're finishing this one, your eyes will be calling you. This one will be calling you. You said, no, I will only eat one. Then you drop it. Let them pack it away. You know what you have done? You've conquered the flesh there. Listen, that's how you rule over your flesh. Not that your flesh does not want it. You've tasted that thing before. You know how it feels, how it tastes. You know. And in fact, you may even be having the memory of it. But because you are not your flesh. And so you say to the flesh, no. Listen, if you're going to be a minister of God that works in the anointing, all these things must be part of your life. You say, ah, is that useful? Huh? To God it is. It is. You must dominate your flesh. You must put it under. Don't you understand? It's called subduing the flesh. That's why some people, you don't know, that's why some people don't hear God. That's the reason. I was telling the other day about how some people will sleep and they say something is pressing them and it's pressing them and it's pressing them and so they want to shout they, you know they know what to do in their mind they know it's the name of Jesus they should shout so they are like ah 
if I shout this name, you this devil, you are in trouble. But how do they shout it? They can't. That thing is pressing them. Their body is heavy. Then that thing is gone. Jesus, ah, is gone. So you see, why didn't they react the first time? Very simple. Because they have not trained their body to be subject to their spirits. At that time, their spirit was awake. But the spirit needs the body to stand up. And things are happening. Demonic activities. And if you stand up like that, you could deal with it. But because no. Your body has been trained to always have the final say. So the body is saying, we are sleeping. The hand is sleeping. Your, your eyes, your mouth, your legs, everything. So you are saying it is like <laughs> But this one is saying Mm-mm, We are sleeping Why? You have trained your body To have the upper hand In the days of trouble like that The body will be ruling I say no hmm. <laughs> Let's read on Verse 18 but if ye be led. Hmm. Verse 17 again. For the flesh lusted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other. So that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the spirit. Ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Then it leads the works of the flesh. Then go to verse 25. Mm. Verse 24 is beautiful. Verse 24. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Listen. Look at what he's telling you. He's telling you your present state. He says you have actually crucified. Where? When? On the cross. He says your flesh is crucified. That's why you can dominate it. So it's a lie. It's a lie from the pit that your flesh always has. No, as long as we are in this body, we, we will never be perfect. As long as we are in this body, we will always be sleep. No. It says the flesh is already crucified. The lost that you are serving, they are crucified. Hey, it's like somebody who has dominated something but does not know. No information. So he's informing you. It says your flesh, your affections, and your lost, and the lost, they are all crucified. And if that is done, then the work is easy. The job is easy. That's what he's telling you. Then he says in verse 25. If we live in the spirit. And we do live in the spirit. We just saw that in Romans. Let us also walk in the spirit. In other words let us live that way. Let's live our life that way. You want to be a spiritual man? You must put your flesh under. You must. <laughs> Say I must. And I want to rush through the ways now. Ways to become spiritual. You know, it's very good when you see somebody who... Uh, yeah. He, yeah, do you ever know a brother like that? Or a sister who's hot? Spiritually hot? I mean, you come, across, you come across that one, you're like, that sister is hot. That brother is hot. He doesn't get tired. Every time they are praying, why you are starting yawning? Ah, ah, sis, you're looking at the time. He's still praying. Then you get you say, Oh God, why did I put myself in trouble? Why did I ask us to pray? <laughs> because I'm wondering, is this a praying machine? Ah. There are people like that. 
You know what somebody told me years ago? He says, ah, brother, you don't ever get tired. <laughs> because when it's time to pray, oh boy. <laughs> One day our pastor marveled. Something went uh, wrong with the generator. And they were trying to fix the generator out there. We are having leaders meeting with our pastor. And so the pastor too had to stand up to see what it was. The place went totally dark. He couldn't hold the meeting until that gen was on. So he went out. I started praying with tongues. Because I was ready for that meeting. It's a leaders meeting. You couldn't come into a leaders meeting and you are looking around. You will be raving your spirit. Raving it. Waiting. So I was there praying and praying and praying. And that thing did not. They fixed it and tried and tried and tried. The gen did not come on. 30 minutes. One hour. And I was still praying. Ah! The man did not understand this kind of spirit. He said, what? <laughs> Listen. You have to. You get there in your work. It's not, it doesn't happen by magic. You get there. Thank God for God. But by the grace of God. By the grace of God. If we start praying together. If you say you know how to come. Let's start praying. You 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 will be fed up. You you will get tired and say, ah, what is this? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it's true. Because you have things to say to. We we listen. It doesn't happen by magic. You train yourself into it, and then you master it. Then you move on. You master it. Then you move on. I'll talk about that shortly. You can't be spiritual without praying, you know. Ah, you don't like praying, ah? Okay, so ways to become spiritual. Spiritual means to be mature, okay, and to walk by the spirit. All right. Ways to become that. Number one, you must be filled with the spirit. Now, to be filled with the spirit simply means that you must be filled. Hmm. Now, not from outside, but from inside. When you were born again, the Holy Ghost came and dwells inside you. But that same Holy Ghost, we have to fill you, not from up there, from inside. Fill you. Saturate you. And usually when that happens, that's the first time that people speak with tongues. Except for those that are not properly taught. They are filled. And that day, something starts in your life. You're filled. And then the Bible says in Ephesians chapter number 5, that after that day, you should continually be filled with the Spirit. He says, don't be drunk with wine when it is excess. But be being filled with the Spirit. Continually. So every day, you must be filled again. Stir that thing up. Let it fill you again. Be saturated again. Okay? When you do that, your decisions will click. You will make wise decisions. I mean, the things we will do will always produce results. Because we will be doing them by the Spirit of God. You won't have to, you know, they, they say things like, they ask, Holy Spirit, what way should I go? Ah! It won't be every time you have to be stopping to ask, what way should I go? When you are filled with the Spirit, your steps will be ordered of the Holy Ghost. It's when you are that thing has dropped that you stop and say, Holy Spirit, so where would I go? Where would I go? <laughs> Hallelujah. When you are filled like that, continually, <laughs> anything you do will fly. Even if that thing is dumb, it will develop wings. It will manifest that is. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. So, that's one. Number two, 
meditating in the word meditating in the word first timothy chapter number four verse 15. first timothy chapter number four verse 15. He says, have you found it? Chapter 4, verse 15. Hmm. In the 14th verse, it talks about prophecy. I won't say that today. Verse 15, meditate upon these things. Now, the word meditate there refers to thinking through. It also means to imagine something deeply. So he's telling you to meditate. Imagine deeply the word of God. That's how you grow spiritually. If you meditate a lot, you will grow a lot. Spiritually. Instead of taking time to meditate on Kaka, the footballer. This one, the this, that one. And all those things. You're meditating on those. Listen, you will become like what you're meditating on. So what should you do? Meditate on the word. So you can become like the word. So he says meditate upon these things. Meditate. Medi think through them. Imagine them. Like you just said that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You are thinking you are imagining a shepherd leading the sheep. And that shepherd is solely responsible. He leads the sheep. To green pastures to see that they get good place to eat, to lie, to drink water and the rest. So you're thinking like, like this. To stay faith. That means I can never lack. If a human shepherd can be faithful in doing that to the sheep, what about God? You see, you're meditating. That's what it's called meditation. You're imagining. You're thinking through deeply. It says meditate upon distance. Give thyself. Give yourself only completely not halfway no only to them <laughs> that means you're in the kitchen you're working in the kitchen you're listening to the word you're washing your clothes you're listening instead of listening to the wrong music and the wrong stuff you're washing your clothes you're listening to the word what are you doing you are saturating your life with the word Give yourself wholly, completely. Who's talking? God. You're wiser than God. He says complete. Then he tells you the result. Look at the result. He says meditate upon distance. Give thyself wholly to them that thy profiting. The Greek word is prokope. It means your advancement. Your progress. That's what it means. That's what that word means. Your furtherance. It says your progress, your advancement, your furtherance may appear. Now, the word appear there is a Greek word phaneros. Phaneros means abroad. Then it means publicly. So what is it saying? It says your progress will spread abroad. Your progress will go abroad. Do you understand? In other words, it will go public. People will notice that there is something about this guy has really become spiritual. Because the way you see things, the way you talk, the way you act with people, you relate to them. Ah, you know, the Bible says the spiritual man judges all things. You become unpredictable. 
A spiritual man cannot be predicted. <laughs> you can't come to me and say, Apostle, this is and this. I say, no. And then you think, well, you will say no again. And you come to me and say, of course, yes. You're like, what's going on here? <laughs> you can't be. Why? I'm spiritual. Do you understand? By the spirit on the inside. Not according to my senses. Glory to God. So he said your progress, your advancement will spread. We go public. Others will begin to notice you. They'll begin to take notice. Something has happened to this guy. Something <laughs> has changed about him. That's my life. Then he tells you the secret. Meditating. Meditating. Give attention to the word. Meditating. It doesn't cause to meditate. You see, the time that you used to watch nonsense and listen to rubbish. Listen to the word. And let it play through. You can even sleep on the word. You're listening and listening and you sleep off. You know what is happening? You're releasing some stuff into your atmosphere. Into the air. You can't have such on your bed. You're listening. And one demon. You, do you understand what that means? The word of God is playing and one demon is coming around and saying, yak it, yak. What? Ah! There is power. Listen, when... Uh, when a man of God that is anointed is speaking, when demons hear, they shake, they tremble. Because his voice carries power. Because that man is preaching that and under the inspiration of Almighty God. Under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Under that strong anointing. And they recognize. Those demons, they recognize the anointing. It torments them. Alright, I want to rush quickly. Number three, walking in love. Walking in love. Okay, I'm talking about ways to become spiritual. Walking in love. To walk in love, it's one of the things that can be tricky. Because if you want to know what it means to walk in love, then you have to get in the word of God to find out what God means by walking in love. For instance, uh, some people think that if you don't prostrate to greet everybody, that you are not humble. Okay, they are mixing culture and tradition with um, the word of God. But somebody can prostrate for you and inside his heart he's standing and he's mocking you. He's only carrying out culture. The same thing with love. Some people think that when you sacrifice your food to the other person and say, take, that's my food. They think that's love. Say, ah, and you're watching the guy eating. No, finish everything, finish everything. Why are you saying finish? Leave the place. <laughs> They think that's working in love. No, no, no. These things, of course, they are demonstrated on the outside. But first, God looks at your heart. Can I show you something, a shocker? First Corinthians chapter number 13. Reading from the first verse. It says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity. Now the word charity, agapaho. Okay. Should have been rightly translated love. The Greek is agapaho or agape. Verb now. Okay. Agape means God's kind of love. Alright now. The King James says charity. It is to be regretted that they have to translate this as charity. The proper word is love. 
other translation will give you that okay so let's put that there though i speak with the tongues of men first corinthians chapter number 13 first verse now though i speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love i am become a sounding brass or a tingling symbol and though i have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though i have all faith so i so that i could move remove mountains and have not love i am nothing <laughs> and though i bestowed all my goods to feed the poor ah! and though i give my body to be burned and have not love it profited me nothing so you could do those things and not be acting in love amazing amazing and we think that those who do that are the ones i mean uh, for instance look at this girl and this guy they are in love um boyfriend and girlfriend and so something wants to happen to the girl and they say the girl is at the hospital and you know they say uh, need kidney oh my goodness and the guy says i will give my kidney and they say love and in fact they acted for you in nigeria home video and they call it perfect love the title or love or love or sweet love and they give it title so you think you're about to watch something that's communicating pure love god says it's a lie <laughs> you see that well does love give of course love does give but that one is not love at all is lost the guy is confused and the girl is confused and so they think they are in love they falling in love and i told you a christian we don't fall in love remember we stand in love oh glory to god if you fall in love you're in trouble that means you don't have any sense because what's the holy ghost doing on the inside <laughs> and that one says the word of god says when you give everything to feed the poor so if there is this other guy that says mm -mm, i'm not giving that say you're not working in love you see he says he's not giving that you don't know what he saw you know spiritual men cannot be predicted he said no 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 we're not giving that he said no you're not working in love uh -uh. love demands that we should give no no listen that's why you need to be spiritual a spiritual man listens from inside do you understand he takes his steps based on information from the inside now, can i show you something john chapter number three let me show you this at least to back up what i'm talking about the spiritual man john chapter number three I wanted to hear what Jesus says. Oh, 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 oh. Verse 8. Hmm. He says, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You can't tell. You pretty, I mean, you think the guy with tomorrow, you, the guy is, you can't, you say, ah, what happened again? You change your mind. He says, no, I'm not going in that direction today. Why? Hey, we are controlled from the inside. We, we listen to something else on the inside. Do you understand? We're not listening to what those other folks are saying. What is, no, no, we listen from our spirits. You know, a young lady came one time working with me and she said sir um and then she said blah 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 so i had to go for this this it, it was a contract that would take days and so she came to me and she said can you imagine i already told them no because my apostle will not accept i said no you're going to go she was surprised she said i sir it will include the service days i said i know you're going 
She was shocked. Because she was expecting that, you know, as a leader in the house, when she tells me, because on another occasion, maybe I probably had said no. So she thought that when she comes to me and says, you know, I will say, no, you can't leave. How can you leave church services and go for what kind of contract? No, don't let the devil trap you. But this time around, a different information. He said the most important thing is to walk by the Spirit. You know when to run. You know when to stop. While others are running, you're not running because they are running. No, that's not why you're running. You are running because the Spirit says, run! And mind you, it could be by the Spirit. Check the Bible. There were times that Jesus ran, took off. There were times that Jesus did not take off. He said, is that in the Bible? Of course! It will be another day's talk. <laughs> Glory to God. So you see, by the Spirit, you just know. But I want to tell you this. And it, uh, I think it's all too much for one night. Right? It's all too much for one night. Let me give you the next one. Okay. <laughs> Number three was what? Okay. The last one is speaking with tongues. If you're truly spiritual... And you say you don't speak with tongues. You're lying. You're not spirit. <laughs> you know, even, even preachers, pastors, they'll preach to their people. No, 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 no. It's just a special gift to some people. They speak. They. But they're telling their members, it's just a special gift to some people. Not everybody will speak with tongues. Didn't you read it? It's just some special gift. But you'll be surprised. Pastors speak so. In the corner of you, may not, when he's talking to you, as I may not, he may just be praying. Kaba, kaba. Lord, Father, thank you. Come on! <laughs> Can I show you something about that? You cannot truly be spiritual without speaking with tongues. You know, those people that I don't believe in that thing. Okay, alright. Stay where you are. Leave us alone. Those of us that believe in it. It has been working for us. The Bible says, Excuse me, you that don't believe in it, are you so holy and you are holier than Paul, the apostle? First Corinthians chapter 14. Just go straight to the 18th verse. To the 18th verse. And if you are here and you speak with tongues and you don't speak it often, <laughs> you are cheating yourself. <laughs> Have you found it? 18 verse. Everybody, you're there. Read it for me. One, two, go. Evidently, some people don't know how to read. What a shame. If you know how to read, read it. One, two, go. <laughs> Let the devil be mad. Read it out loud. Do you know who's talking? That's Paul, the apostle. The guy is even rejoicing about it. <laughs> you say he's a shape. I don't want to hear. No, I don't like those that tongues. I don't like it. I don't like it. Ah, how is it affecting you, brother? I mean, one was beside me the other day was saying, hey, Suzuki, Yamaha, Suzuki, Yamaha, Suzuki. Suzuki, your own too. <laughs> you mean that was what you got from his tongues? Hmm. Brother, that's my secret. Thank God for tongues, though. Thank God. This is 
is a language that was given by God through the Holy Spirit to make your life easier. You are still arguing with it. Others are going and they are flying with it. This, you are still at the same level. You are arguing with it. Only once in a while after praying and praying, you so good. No thoughts. And that's the highest. That's the highest. You got it to a peak. <laughs> you say, so <laughs> So you you think that's a spiritual experience hey yeah people are moving in two realms you are still there shaking they think cut you <laughs> i feel sorry for you where people are increasing in their vocabulary listen it's a vocabulary you can improve in it do you understand the more you speak it the deeper more is added to your vocabulary more 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 and that's how you that's your, your little child daddy daddy at first mommy mommy then it increases cup cup spoon spoon all right now you can't put the sentences together well now but it starts from somewhere that's how some of us when we started very funny it, i mean very funny tongues you could count how many uh, words we are using. Ligaya, kanga, ligaya, kanga, ligaya. <laughs> so every time we're speaking, everybody begin to play, begin to play. You know that guy's voice. Is that ligaya, kanga guy? So is the ligaya, kanga, ligaya, kanga, ligaya, kanga, It's only one thing. But that was how he started. But as time went on, the guy is in service like this. The man of God is preaching. He is not holding himself. He releases one rema. The guy says, Pakalaya. Ah, that, that has been added. Ligaya, Kanga, Pakalaya. You see? <laughs> he has moved now. Do you get it? <laughs> Glory to God. I'm showing you how you can improve in it. Do you understand? So the guy has moved now. He has moved up. So he's not only on that other level. There is another day. They come for prayer meeting. As they are praying, Ligaya, Kamba, Pakayaba. Ligaya, Kamba, Pakalaba. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit takes over. Ligaya, Kamba, Pakalaba, going it keeps going and then the day will come that it will be talking to you in tongues you know constructing he says i have a message for you ah. <laughs> the guy has grown now but it started from somewhere but the mistake some people make is from that little somewhere where they start from they stop there they say i don't understand for years He's only one. Cool baby. Cool baby. Cool baby. Cool baby. Cool baby. Cool baby. Is what I've been saying. Cool baby. Cool baby. Cool. For years, one thing. And instead of him to improve, he's complaining. Then he decides to shut it up. He says, "How can somebody be saying cool baby for many years?" And then he thinks, you know, when he's saying this to God, he's probably not saying plenty things. So he's repeating one thing. No. Listen. Hey, even if it is cool baby that you're speaking, and that's all you can speak, stay there for hours. Cool baby, cool baby, cool baby, cool baby, cool baby. Something will be happening. Your spirits, Madigaza, we come in. You see, your spirit will contact what you're saying. It will produce the results. Do you understand what is going on here? Power will be released that will make that result come. You don't give it up and say no. Uh, it's English, Father. Let me explain. <laughs> you know some people they are just and the devil comes around to deceive you the devil 
devil comes around to deceive. I said, what are you saying? Do you even know what you're saying? You sure God is hearing what you're saying? Why are you deceiving yourself? Just speak the English that you understand. And so you say, okay. Then you stop. You say, Father, the, the actual matter is this. <laughs> you know, you're talking to him. And then after you now finish, you now listed, Lord, that cause. Miracle. 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 Miracle in Jesus' name. Come, baby. You now punctuate it. You go. You see? You think that after you punctuated with tongues, everyone will now accept it. You've just deceived yourself. Hey. Hallelujah. What are tongues? The Bible says, he that speaketh. The one that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself. Oikodomio, that's the Greek word. It means he builds himself. He embodies himself. He charges himself. What else do you want? Apart from the fact that something is happening in the realm of the spirit concerning what you're praying about, something is happening to you. You are being built. You are being charged. You. Something is happening. You're being changed. That's why after we spend time praying like that, when we come out, ah, someone will know that you, we've been somewhere. We come out like that, and you know, sometimes we are so full of the anointing. We come, oh, Kasita. One time I've, I haven't prayed with tongues and prayed and prayed. I came out. My wife was in the children's room, so I went there. She didn't know I was coming. As I entered the room. She turned quickly. He said, so you are the one that is making my head. <laughs> her head went. <laughs> Somebody entered. She didn't see me, but she felt it. I, I told you this one before. I haven't prayed. I was supposed to go out for a program. They were having a program. So I said, I will not go out for that program. Where we had, where SKC started from. Not SKC, the ministry. And then we have some people. We even have a, a first time I was there. And then I said, I won't go out for that program because I wanted to be with the Lord. But in the midst of my program, the Lord said, go out and minister. So I came out. I dressed up. I came. As I entered the place, I ministered. The lady that was a first-timer was telling the one that made her come, was telling her later. He said, when that man entered, I knew. I didn't open my eyes, but I knew. He said, oh, every strand of hair on my body stood. So I knew that somebody entered. He said, it was when I opened my eyes and I saw him. Where do you think I was? I've been somewhere. You pray like this, something has happened. You know, when you fill your mind, you, you understand, with this kind of praying, huh? it will be hard for you to be calm now. You see, it's when you're not... <sighs> short tongues. Five minutes. Finish. You thought you are praying. You are coming out. You... This is how you open your spirit. You open your mind. You want to get revelation from the word of God? Pray plenty in tongues. Makaya. soto. You are there. Either on your knees, on your face. Anyhow, you are sitting. Just be there. Be taken in tongues. Or you are waiting for something. You want to write exam or test. In between. Go on. You've read already. What, what are you doing? You are still going back there. Hey, hey, hey. You see, all this tension. Then you now mix everything up when you enter the exam. Because now, what you saw last is what will be coming. So you now be there. Ah, eh, ah. I think it's this side that is or it's this side. You see, you've confused yourself. In between, you've read. Yes. Are you done? Yes. What is remaining? I just want to go and quickly revise. I want to go. Relax. Go somewhere. Find a comfortable place. Sit down. 
shut your eyes shut the words and begin to oligarize jesus says enter into thy closets that does not mean go into one room and ah your closet enter shut your eyes and be there oligarizing magaya everything we click the mind that needs to be open we open the spirit of god cannot be wrong when you enter that hall when you begin to answer the questions you'll be answering by the spirit do you understand do you get it your decisions everything we'll be doing will just be accurate what have you done you have just charged yourself up doubt will fly out the window that's praying with tongues that you are taking some of you have it you don't you don't you don't know the value you don't know the value Maybe only when you are now rushing the money. You see? Why are you like this? You have something that you should use. Ah, body is not firewood. Since in the money I've been out there. Body is not firewood. You see, you are lying to yourself. And then you push on the bed. Ten, you see, you see? Ten o'clock, I'm just sleeping. I say, Holy Spirit, you understand. And then 6 a.m. Ah! Then you chop up again. Rato seke. You are taking your bath. No! Take some time out. Ho, 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 ho. Set your alarm one hour before. Set it and say, I'm waking up at this time. It's to be with the Lord. And you're there. Listen, you will be a different student. When you live your life now, every day, you'll be, you'll be different. People will know in your word they will know that something is different about this one that's how to be spiritual hey hallelujah uh, i'm telling you my secrets it's something i have so when i'm telling you to enter it's entering your spirit because that's exactly my life i can't give you what i don't have i can't give you for hours you're praying like this in tongues hey, hey, hey. hey. When you have you have lived your life like this for long, your body will be transformed easily. You the current of the anointing will be going through your body easily. Your body will not be a, a non-conductor <laughs> for the anointing. You have different encounters in your place of prayer. Having prayed like this, there is a time, there is a level where your body will not be able to stand the power anymore. It can't stand. And I've been there several times, and that's why I'm telling you. Your body will not be able to stand it anymore. Because the kind of power that you are releasing, and it's not as if you're stopping. You're not stopping. You're not saying, ah, I've released enough. Ah, it's not enough. No! You're still there. Uh-uh, I'm not done. You, have you been there where all your body are just paralyzed? You, you can't just say anything anymore. You, you, your mouth just shuts up. Bam! <laughs> paralyzed, you're just there. Hmm. <laughs> Those are realms. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Anyway, do you pray with tongues here? Open your mouth and pray with tongues now. Hey, Lord, so so bad. Pray in the Holy Ghost now. If it's only two that you have, speak it. It's your tongues. It's God that gave it to you. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Yourself up, leave a rat so 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 so
This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806-0087-643 or 0816-0114-389. Thank you and God bless you.